everyone. This is Carrie and Doyle Wheeler. Welcome to Apple Brides Podcast, Episode 3. Hello, hello. The Apple Brides Podcast is coming to you from Spokane, located in beautiful Inland Northwest in Washington State, which we like to think is the perfect place for a perfect wedding. From beautiful mountaintop wedding venues to orchards, farms, waterfronts, wineries, and historic venues, there's something for every style. Today we're sitting down with Terry O'Connor from Rose and Blossom. She is a local florist here in Spokane, Washington. Welcome, Terry. Thank you. Yes. Really good to fun. have you. Finally, finally get to have Terry O'Connor on the oh. Apple Brides podcast. <laughs> How exciting. <laughs> the Terry O'Connor. The Terry O'Connor. The one and only. <laughs> All right. Can you tell us a little bit about Rose and Blossoms, how it started? Yeah. Um, so I've been in business 30 years, 31 this next summer. Wow. It's crazy. And um, I originally started, my business was called Just Roses, and we literally just did roses. Then about 10 years into it, I started doing um, weddings, and but the name of the business was Just Roses, so it was mm-hmm. tough. And so we rebranded to Rose and Blossom, and once we did, the business blossomed. And so we do about 275 events and weddings a year, all sizes from just a bridal bouquet to a boutonniere on up to full cathedral wedding with huge reception and the whole. But we love weddings. We love all things weddings. Um, it's a great community in the Inland Northwest, too. Beautiful place to get married. Yeah, and you have two locations. Yes, two locations. Yeah. One's brand new. Um, we just moved to this new location that's on 913 East Sharp. And then we also have one in the valley at um, 219 North Pines Road. <laughs> Did I say 913 East Sharp? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> so you basically have the city covered. Well. Spokane Valley, yeah. Spokane. <laughs> we do. And around. Yeah. We do weddings all the way in the northwest, though, all the way up to Priest Lake and lots in Coeur d'Alene, south down, so all in the northwest. Awesome. Yeah, we were just with a, our last few guests. We It keeps coming up that Spokane is a destination wedding spot. Yeah, it's starting to begin. I've yeah. seen, I have quite a few brides in 2023 that are coming in from other towns. And, yeah, they love the affordability i think the market's still Mm -hmm. very affordable and then the beauty and people love to come here well let's get right into what inspired you first of all yeah to i want to keep going on this story i agree oh to to get into floral or weddings yeah to floral it was funny i i just had a marketing and a business degree from gonzaga university and I just needed a job. <laughs> and so I went to work for um, Just Roses out of the Tri-Cities, and then it came available for me to open my own business. And so I was 22 years old and came to Spokane and just opened two shops originally and got just started running. And it was kind of crazy because I looked now at 22-year-olds, and I think, why wasn't I more afraid? But right? <laughs> I wasn't yeah. at the time. That's great. And it just just did it. And, you know, um, back then I was more business-minded, marketing-minded, and the creativity I wouldn't have said I had. But then, you know, you get into the flowers are inspirational, and, and the creative juices flew. And, and so now I'm 
I would say I'm more creative than I am business-minded now. <laughs> you know, I have to do the business stuff. Mm -hmm. But I love, you know, I spend hours and hours researching new trends, looking at colors, you know, textures, everything. It's just, I love color and texture, and mm -hmm. it's inspiring. So yeah. basically, you're never on Pinterest. Oh, yeah, never. <laughs> oh, my gosh. <laughs> I actually do, like, some people say, oh, it must be so hard, you know, that, Brides bring you Pinterest pictures, but it's great. You can get a real feel for their personalities quickly. I can sum them up, you know, show me your Pinterest page, and, you know, five minutes later, I totally understand you. I understand what you're looking for. Um, and so it's really valuable to me. It might be that you have a beer budget on a champagne taste, but also we can do things to, like, yeah, let's go with that inspiration, but let's tweak it here and make it more affordable. So it's, it's fun. And I love making dreams come true, you know. It's, it's fun to work with the budget, work with the vision, get everything, yeah. It's cool. That's, that's awesome. Yeah. Cool. Well, so I did a little research on flowers and kind of interesting, the history of <laughs> wedding flowers. <laughs> yeah. I didn't, I didn't, I myself have to be honest that I, didn't know where it started and we talked about it at the shop a little bit and um, I'm like I gotta google this <laughs> so it's the Romans who knew I know <laughs> so. and it was like 500 BC, a, a, BC. Or I think it was BC mm -hmm. so they've been around for a bit yeah I mean oh flowers yeah. or you mean okay flowers no. but <laughs> yeah. flowers at the wedding at the wedding yeah this this some yeah well tell us more but, yeah, so um, I found out that in those days, the brides would hold a bushel of wheat to uh, as a sign of fertility. Yeah. And then as time progressed, I think it was the next 2,000 years, they started making flower crowns out of berries, and they'd forage uh, wildflowers and make decorations for their hat. They called them, they called them hats. They oh, I'll be darned. Something weird. It was like a head, headgear huh. of some sort. And then as time progressed, it became Victorian. And uh -huh. I, that's when the wedding... Big, huge bouquets. Beautiful. Yeah, hats and yeah. the whole thing. And now it's just a fact. If you're getting married, you're having flowers. Yes. There's no way around it. Yes. And like you said, flowers are inspirational. So it makes sense. Because they just bring a beauty to the whole um, event. And, and to the photography. I mean, I talk with photographers and they're just like, oh... I love when, you know, the bride chooses a beautiful arbor, or, you know, that's just so important to help the picture part of mm -hmm. it, too. Because sometimes people are like, oh, but they'll just die. Well, not really. You'll be, they'll be in the photos for the next 50 years or whatever. And, and you know, you're not necessarily going to wear the dress again. You're not going to eat the food again. You're not. So the day, you know, it is just one day, but it's, it's memories that mm. you're creating and and Holy. joy we uh on one of the discussions here it was about uh preserving flowers after the oh, wedding too yeah do you have any anything that you do we in regards per, to that we personally don't but um i have a gal that i refer oh cool <laughs> so there's someone that does it <laughs> yes we'll, we'll email yeah. you and find out yeah she's in um coeur d'alene she's preserved a few of my bride's bouquets and it's 
Mostly she's pressing them and putting them in frames. I love the idea. And it's I do too. so I love that. neat. I tried to do that with Miranda's wedding and I ended up, ended up getting that mold because oh, we didn't yeah. let it sit, air dry. Yeah, I think it's a real. They pressed long enough, but there wasn't enough time for drying it. Yeah. It's so. not nothing. I mean, I think it's I know, but all that laborious. work. Yeah, a yeah. couple of weeks of work and that, and then it just molded in the yeah. frame. <laughs> we even did so. the wax paper. Oh. Did we do wax paper? I guess it was just in, inside just, of books. Yeah, we just yeah. pressed them. Yep. Brought in a bunch of bricks into the living room. <laughs> yes. That was great. Yeah. The whole living room, bricks and books. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and then they put it into the acrylic. Did you get yes. try to pour it? Uh, no, we that? pressed it into one of those frames. It's okay. just a glass frame. Yeah. We, and then it, it just showcased the whole. It was beautiful. Oh. <laughs> well, it lasted. I do love that. Yeah. And didn't Miranda, didn't she take it apart and make a design with it that yeah. looked kind of like her bouquet? Yep. Mm. So it was yep. just pieces from the tops that made a complete yeah. image or something like yeah. that. Really fun. Cool. Yeah, that's my favorite way of doing, I mean, I, that I've seen that mm-hmm. I liked. Yeah, it's really cool. Go back to the history. If you want more information, Google.com. <laughs> <laughs> There's a lot. The moral there. of this story is have flowers for your wedding. That's yeah, right. that's right. Yeah. <laughs> and it wouldn't be a wedding without flowers, to be honest. No. Maybe a courthouse wedding, but still. Yeah, it's nice. Just even have a little posy. Yeah. Every once in a while, I'll get a bride like, I don't really like flowers, and it's yeah. like. Oh. Well, do you like kittens and puppies? Or, you know what I mean? Like, yeah. what, what's there not to like about a flower? <laughs> yeah. And what will a bride do without holding something? Yeah. No. Yeah, yeah. You know? <laughs> you need something for you. You have to have Fidget something. Fidget spinner. Yeah. <laughs> well, um, I, from work I've done with florists in the past, um, the, the bride's bouquet is the crown jewel of the mm-hmm. flowers, and it's the one that the florist gives the most care to. Absolutely. 100% care for everything, but it's like that one gets the special box and one person carries the whole thing. Yes. You know, it's like, it's pretty fun to watch. Yeah. And it, it sets the stage for the whole, I always start with in consultation with the bridal bouquet because you get the personality, it sets the stage for the rest of the wedding and, and what, um, you know, what the decor and everything else is going to be. Well, let's just lead right into when it, when's the best time in the wedding planning process to get going with florist? You know, I, I it does vary from market to market, but I think nationwide, we're busy. Weddings are busy right now. And so a year to six months for sure in busier among markets, you know, you can even go 18 months, which sounds like a lot, but um, we're booking st- heavily for 20 the summer of 2023 you know like we're closing weekends out often already and so you know a good six months but also if you're a smaller wedding um i know that a lot of florists can accommodate you know we can accommodate a smaller event up to two weeks prior so it's really all over Mm -hmm. but i i think a six months to a year is a really good time to start you need your venue you need to find your venue and you need to choose your colors before going to a florist okay do you uh i have a question on the bridal bouquets Mm -hmm. so depending on like the heat of the day like outdoor weddings yes do you often i don't really like fake flowers but sometimes they're kind of look good they do you do you mix the real and the the fake artificial artificial, sometimes 
You know, we don't that often, although we have, like, for example, one that comes to mind is Lily of the Valley. It's a flower that's really only available two weeks out of the year here. And so a lot of times that's special because their grandmother maybe had that in their bouquet or something. So we'll use that. And you can hardly, you can't tell that it's artificial. Um, So there's some flowers like that, usually because of seasonality, that they're just not available. So you you do that. Peonies are another one that um, if you just absolutely want a peony and, and not a substitute, then a silk one looks really great. And so I'm not against mixing at all. I think that, and like forget-me-nots too are uh, mm-hmm. something that's just not available in the cut flower industry, but that's a really special, you know, flower to a lot of people sentimentally. So it's like, that's really sweet to pop that yeah. in. Yeah, that's really cool. Mm-hmm. So what do brides need to think about when it comes to providing flowers for other people, like beyond the bride and the groom and the wedding party? Well, I think that, you know, budget sets the, the tone, you know, and it, it's okay to have a budget and to, to stick to it. And I would say, you know, be really transparent with your florist so that they can work with you best they can. I love, you know, I just like knowing right out of the gate, how can I help you? What can I give biggest bang for your buck? And share that with me so that we're not on two separate pages not knowing, you know, I just quoted it $5,000 more than they were thinking 500 You know, it's like, oh, we could have done something different here. So, you've, you know, you've planned the budget, and it's like boutonnieres and corsages, you know, they're very labor-intensive. They're relatively expensive, you know, for, and so it might be, well, I have, you know, six corsages for moms and grandmas and, and aunts that I need to do. And that, that can add up, so it's a good place to possibly cut the budget you know you just you just go through and and see what's important to you sometimes it's very important though your grandmother's super special you want to honor her that day so it's it's an emotional choice too as to who do you want to have flowers but for sure the wedding party is important so um i usually suggest that the bridal bouquet be done professionally obviously and then um, the bridesmaids' bouquets, I prefer doing that. If you wanted to DIY it, I would be transparent with your with your florist so that you're all on the same page. It looks cohesive. It's beautiful. Some florists don't allow you, you know, it has to, if you're going to do um, the wedding with them, they, they have to do all the flowers, which is fair enough, too, because with social media and things... Um, you know, if the photographer yeah. tags rose and blossom, but it's like, no, their no, bridesmaids do that. Do that. <laughs> and you're like, ah! <laughs> so, so it's a, and that's why it's just be honest and be open with that. Um, and a good florist will work with you with, because, you know, you don't want it to be stressful budget-wise, too. And so um, I think that, that it's important to have a realistic talk. Sometimes I'm maybe changing the subject here, but another um, thing is with the Pinterest, you see these really elaborate, and they just have no idea how expensive they are. And so, you know, you can look at those really beautiful um, 
installations and you can figure at least a hundred dollars a foot and probably closer to 250 a foot so if you see something that you know big round um moon gate or whatever that you know the circumference is probably 20 feet it's you know it's like six thousand dollars so it's like mm. you just have to be you know realistic with with uh budgets and 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 uh and so with that being said I think it's very important to have the bridal bouquet and your bridesmaids and boutonnieres are, I'd say they're not as popular as they used to be. Maybe I do 70% with boutonnieres, but 30% choose not to. I do like a good clean look mm -hmm. with the pocket square. I think it looks great. Another super fun thing that they're doing with boutonnieres Instead of pinning them to the lapel, they put them in the pocket where the pocket square is. So Whoa, it's what a really great idea. cute. And I it's love so that much trend. more stable yeah. that way too. Oh, and it's I like that. Really, really cute. So that's a fun if you want something different, that's a fun thing to do with boutonnieres. Oh, I like that. That's good intel. Yeah. So personal personal flowers is where you start with and and then go from there. Yeah, I've heard that it all depends on how you pin the boutonniere. Because <laughs> are they are they big huggers? Right, big guys. Right, yeah. <laughs> like they just start to fall yeah, they start falling apart. <laughs> Same with like moms. I always tell like a wrist corsage or a pin on corsage, and it's like okay, well, you know, are the big huggers because that's going to get hugged. Yeah, and I like the wrist one yeah. so much. Yeah, They're so pretty. Mo I'd say most. They don't show in that. pictures very right. well though. That is a disadvantage. Which that was on on here, a left or right? It's um, always a debate. Right. I prefer left. I've definitely seen lots of people pin on the right side. It bothers me. I don't know if there's a set rule, wedding rule 101, pin on the left, but I just visually like a left. I'd say 90% of the time it's on the left. Why is that? I don't know. Okay. We have to Google that, I think. <laughs> Why? I'm going to argue that we can do a whole blog post about this. Yes. <laughs> Challenge accepted. Yeah. I always think about how it's going to look like in the picture, but not everybody's angled the same way. So I don't know. Right. It's very different. Yeah. I've never even thought of it. So. Yeah. <laughs> One time I was at a wedding and the groom put it on the right side, and I just thought, oh, he accident, you know, he doesn't know it. So I'm like, oh, let me help you. That needs to go on the left. And he was just like, it's on, you know, he's very, he wanted it on the right. That was a very decision that he had made. And I was just, Because ah. don't they face this way? And then it would, yeah, I don't know. Yeah, I don't know either. Huh. We're going to find out. Yeah. Sooner than later. <laughs> it really comes down to whatever they want. Yes. Yes. It absolutely <laughs> does. Well, then there's the ceremony flowers. So yeah. there's a lot that I found on the internet, and I'm sure you have more to share than what I ever saw. Yeah. I, I love flowers for the ceremony, mostly because of the pictures. It just sets, sets a whole feel of, you know, as you walk down the aisle and you look up and you see this beauty in front of you. Kind of um, sets the tone yeah, for the wedding, doesn't it? It just does. I I do love, and it doesn't have to be huge, um, but they're just a little something. 
Um, and it, of course, it depends between church wedding or outdoor wedding. Some of the cathedrals, you know, it's real tough because you could literally, you know, locally we have like St. Al's, you can put $6,000 worth of flowers in you there never and you see don't them. notice. It's just like, oh, I'll be darned. There's a couple of stems of flowers here, you know, so, so you have to. Yeah, they could get lost <clears throat> in that. Yeah. yeah. They can get lost. So we we did once at Our Lady of Lords, and we did like thirty thousand dollars worth of flowers. You saw those. <laughs> then it was like, okay, this is like, so. Wow. So it just depends. But an outdoor wedding, I love a little bit of fresh florals, seasonal florals. Mm-hmm. I imagine thirty thousand dollars of flowers is a moving van full. Uh, five. Five U-Hauls. moving vans. <laughs> yes. Wow. <laughs> <laughs> that's a, oh my word that's yeah a lot of flowers that so that was, was a, a big space yeah that was it was amazing it was beautiful huh. yeah awesome yeah yeah and while we're on the topic of beautiful and how flowers can fit into photography you need to make sure to check out rose and blossoms on social media there rose, are, rose and blossom sorry single, that's okay <laughs> I, did, I do have it correct no 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 <laughs> <laughs> i didn't realize that when i named it because the plural is, it's hard because it, it, it's, you don't realize. I always just say it's like one lady named Rose and one lady named Blossom, like there two characters, go. a rose and a blossom. <laughs> <laughs> so their Instagram is just buried with inspiration. Got to check it out. Oh, and we'll yeah. be sharing photos that we'll get directly from Terry too. We'll get yeah. it, get it all up on it. And post. if you go to the store, you have books. Yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> oh, our local photographers, are, I, they're so generous. We reach out to them. They share their photos with us. And, and it's a win-win for everybody. We put it on an Instagram. We tag everybody. And it's great information for the brides because they might be like, oh, I'm getting married at this venue. And, you know, you can cross-reference and say, oh, okay, that's how that would look. You know, Instagram's great. I like looking area. at the whole wedding and mm-hmm. the experience. And that's what your books show that. Oh, yeah. yeah. Thank you. It's very cool. Yeah. And free smells. Yeah. It smells so good in there. That was just that day. Yeah. Oh. <laughs> yeah. Oh, you're talking about floral. Like, oh, okay. yes. Not spray paint. Right. Just throwing it out there. Right. We were actually at Rose and Blossoms talking to Terry prior to this episode, and they were putting silver spray paint for a client's flower arrangements for their Christmas party. Yeah. And it just smelled naturally for a guy. It just smelled really good. <laughs> Everyone else is literally We're passing dying. out. <laughs> uh, but it turned out beautiful oh, and they're happy. <laughs> so we talked about ceremony flowers. And I know there's, like you were saying, it's easy to get lost. But what about the reception? The reception itself. My very favorite thing is to double purpose. So I love, you know, if you have an arbor, take the flowers that are up on the arbor and bring it to the head table. And a sweet, is that a sweetheart table? Yeah. Also? Well, sometimes, okay. yeah, you, it, it's Same either thing. your head table or your sweetheart. Okay. That's just the two of them or the head table where it's a whole wedding party. Oh, okay. Either way. But um, that's a great way. Sometimes I like to use the centerpieces down the aisle and then you, so it makes beautiful photos with double use, move them back up. Um, it's nicer to have a wedding coordinator around for that so that you don't personally have to be worried about moving those items. You can also hire your florist to, we call it flip the ceremony to reception. Um, so you guys will do that? Yes. Okay. Yeah. 
And um, I love, so I'm big on double purpose. I love that. Yeah, because it makes your budget go further. It makes, in your photos, it makes like you had a lot more flowers than you mm -hmm. actually did. Yeah. And, and uh, so that's, that's nice. And so at the reception, um, you can also, a, a, a good trick is to cost average. So say you have 20 tables, do half of them with real simple, like maybe a candle and trio of bud vases and, and real simple, and then the other half have more elaborate. And visually, it's interesting to the eye, mm -hmm. but then also it's a cost averaging of the budget. And so that's a neat way to not look like, you know, you had to skimp in any way it just visually it, it's pleasing yeah and I think that well from my experience at weddings I don't normally sit down at the table and look at the mm -hmm. but overall I look at that mm -hmm. yeah yeah having your eye it's interest for your eye because yeah, once there's around. food yeah, yeah. <laughs> that's all that and matters. the real show comes <laughs> Um, so at the reception, there's cake, and we had sweet frostings on the podcast mm -hmm. well, a few episodes back, and they um, said they worked closely with you for putting floral yes. on the cake. Uh-huh. Um, anyway, I'm just throwing that out there. Yeah. But what are your thoughts on flowers I, on cakes? I love, I, um, it's funny because I like when the cake people add the flowers, not me, because it's terrifying when I get to the... <laughs> reception <laughs> ready to set up and they're like oh the florist is going to design the cake or put the flowers on ah. the cake and I was uh, <laughs> frosting huh <laughs> I can certainly do it and I have done it but I do love when we bring them to the cake people and so we do that as a complimentary free delivery just because we work closely yeah with sweet frostings and and then um they do a beautiful job of I mean it's really nice what it adds and it doesn't take much you know just a couple blooms here and there greenery is really pretty contrast nice kind of syncs up with mm -hmm. the the whole overall wedding atmosphere cohesiveness. like yeah. when there's flowers does it have to be edible even though you're not eating them like well, what's the rules on that you know and they would maybe know better but that's what i had somebody ask the other day because technically none of our flowers are food grade and so we're not putting food grade flowers on the cake. And so I, you know, nobody that I've known has croaked. <laughs> so it must be okay. <laughs> no, I <don't. laughs> but I know like there are some that are actually poisonous, like yeah. calla lilies are poisonous. Although we've put them on cakes. I mean, we've had people order. We I didn't personally, do it. I didn't do it. <laughs> don't call me. <laughs> so, but, but, you know, we tape and wire. We ha there's a barrier between. Um, and so I, you don't want your guests eating the flowers. That's for sure. <laughs> so <laughs> there are edible food-grade flowers that you can buy. So if you really did, you know, want yeah. to eat the flowers, I would get food-grade won't steep flowers. <laughs> uh, rose petals are actually pansies, taste really right? yeah. pansies, you can eat nasturtiums and yeah. yeah. Let's do it. <laughs> I've had them in salads before. I'm hungry. <laughs> That's <very> exciting. Awesome. <laughs> yeah. Exotic. <laughs> totally. Well, when we had sweet frostings, they they really went into detail about the ins and outs of um poisonous flowers on yeah. the cake. And they know they said because exactly in the food service industry they just 
absolutely 100% no. Right. This is not going to work. Yeah. <laughs> don't We're do not it. trying it. Yeah. Could, I wouldn't, if I owned the business, I don't think I would want to, <laughs> just because it's like, huh. Don't take the risk. You know, yeah, there's always some, you know, uncle such and such thinks that looks good. <laughs> and you know, he's keeled over. <laughs> you know, I don't want to do that. Uncle Larry. (laughs) (laughs) So when uh, like powder room, oh, I love arrangement. Like they're just like these little special touches that you don't expect. I love a special. So are those something that you do specifically, or are they kind of like the leftover order? I like I I like to do specifics, Um, and so sometimes people will say that in the industry, and they'll be like, oh, just. The caterer says, bring your leftover flowers. And I'm like, okay, they can just trade me with a leftover steak. I mean, you know, it's just like, so there has to be a, re- a respect. <laughs> There's not leftovers. And, right. Um, and so um, I, I usually like to have listed out, like, what areas are we planning? I give complimentary flowers. So I love to give the uh, photographers... Um, complimentary flowers so that they can do their yeah um, i like that yeah what's that called so they don't have to run around and try to find what? yeah the fl- yeah the, the flat, flat lay yeah the flat lay yeah. i like to give them a few just pretty you know and that's a compliment and, and also then you know they share the photos with us so it's the least we could do that's amazing that's yeah. a really good that's a really awesome benefit yeah i mean and a smart thing to ask for if it wasn't you know because they actually need that market. stuff yeah. right away and yeah. right before like when they're all getting ready yes yeah so I do like to put a little box together for the photographer. When I've shot weddings, we're scrambling to find the perfect yeah. place to shoot the rings. Yeah. And you're looking for interesting places, and we always go get, like, the vows, or we'll get the shoes, uh-huh. um, or the guy's boutonniere, things mm-hmm. like that, because they're low-hanging, low they're easy to find. Right. But if you actually had pieces of the arrangements, yeah. that would be amazing. Yeah. It's, it works out yeah. much better. That's great. <laughs> What is a getaway car arrangement? Oh, you know, I've done I've in 30 years and 275 weddings a year or events in the weddings. I've done maybe one or two ever. <laughs> so that's funny. People, I it's mean, kind it's of the fun, last thought, right? right? You're just out of there. But you're done. I love that. Yeah. Um, you know, great photo opportunity. I think that, you know, that's a higher budget mm-hmm. detail, I, I, you know. So you're in the horse drawn carriage budget. Yeah. You might have a wreath on the back. Or yeah, something. exactly. A yeah, peony no. wreath. It's romantic. <laughs> I love a proposal. I love like a, uh, um, convertible just filled with flowers for a proposal. Oh, that's pretty. That'd be cool. I have never personally done one, but I see them, you know, on Pinterest and things. <laughs> so like, oh, I want to do that. But brides, if you're listening to this. Right. Yeah. <laughs> tell, tell your group, your fiancés. Oh, my word. That would be amazing. Mm-hmm. I, don't, I, would, I didn't even think of that. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> you make big points. <laughs> so what's wedding flower etiquette mean to you? Like... Um, is there any kind of special considerations or things that the bride should think about overall through her wedding uh, to to embody how flowers should work? Yeah, I mean, I'm I'm not a fan of you know if you have a tro- you you can mix textures. Don't get me wrong, but you want to stay 
you don't want to be crazy like you have a bird of paradise and then all of a sudden you put it with a carnation. You know, it, you want to be thoughtful on your choices. And um, unexpected textures sometimes are really fun, though. You know, that also can be a little cutting edge. But as a bride, you have to decide, too, do I want a timeless bouquet that I'm going to look, or, or flowers that I'm going to look at 20 years from now, and it's like you can't necessarily tell that was done in 2021 or 20, you know, whatever. Um, or do you want to go with what's trending? Which I love both options. I mean, who, who, of course, you know, you look at flowers from your parents' wedding in the 80s. I mean, we were quite a bit different back then. <laughs> you guys are younger than me, so. Well, ours are very bright. Yeah. Like yellows Did you get we were in the 90s? Oh, yes. yeah, we were in the 90s, yeah. 98. Yeah, so you're about 10 years younger than me. But, um, yeah, that was, so, I don't know that you can completely always get away from, t- you know, be completely timeless, but it's something to consider when you're putting, yeah. deciding on what you want to do. Good, good, good points. Just thinking this out loud, um, with sweet frostings, they talked about taking a black and white photo from their great grandma's wedding or something like that and redoing it for the great grandchild's wedding or something like that. Have you ever done that with flowers or flower arrangements? Yeah, we have. I had a really sweet, it was her grandmother's and it was one of those hoop which is popular right now, mm-hmm. the the hoop um, bouquets. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So that. that and her grandmother had had that. It must have been, in, I, I don't know if it was in the forties, um, but or or the fifties. I'm not certain when it was, but yeah, she brought that in, and then we. It was very sweet. Cool. Yeah. So when you say it was a hoop bouquet, the they, they hold the ring. Yeah, yeah. So she held like the ring. Tradition. Right. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Which we've done yes. a lot for bridesmaids. Mm-hmm. That's very popular, but I think that's the only bridal bouquet that we've ever done that way. It was really very sweet. She was adorable, and, and her dress was timeless, and it worked out great. I love it when there's meaning behind mm-hmm. everything. Really? It really special. Yeah. I do yeah. like when they bring us pieces of, you know, dresses to tie on to the handle or... Um, Sometimes, you know, obviously memorial pictures, too. Sometimes they'll, you know, put a locket or a picture on. That's huh. nice, too. So when you say the wedding dress pieces, would that be from an ancestor? Right, exactly. So, cool. you know, it might be grandma's. They have a piece of lace from grandma's dress or whatever. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Another reason to save your wedding dress. Yes. <laughs> Doesn't even matter if it discolors. It's yeah. Got <laughs> timeless personality. <laughs> right. <laughs> Um, yeah, let's talk about the bouquet toss while we're talking about etiquette. I'm sure that could go a million different ways. What are your thoughts? I, you know, it's definitely not as popular as it once was. And you know why I think that is? It's the garter toss. Because yeah, that, the, the bouquet as... toss goes with the garter toss. And people are, like, not having it with the garter toss. Oh, yeah, we did the garter toss. <laughs> so, yeah. so it's it funny. Kind of, we <laughs> yeah. ended the era. Yeah, I know. yeah exactly. <laughs> so, I mean, there, or, um, you know, it is definitely an area that's losing popularity. I, I think it's fun. I think it also has to do with what age the people are getting married um, in their mid-20s, you know, they might have a lot of sorority sisters and this and that. And then it's yeah. all kinds of fun. And 
And, um, but if it's mid thirties, it's like, ah. no one wants to, yeah, <laughs> no one wants to do that. <laughs> so there's some great photo opportunities. So I've seen lots of really good photo <laughs> so people, you know, people really, some gals can really jump. Oh my gosh. <laughs> you know, it's like, that's a great vertical. <laughs> like flag football going yeah, on. Exactly. Crazy. Yeah. I've seen less of them for sure. Not that I've gone to a lot of weddings, but. All the ones I've photographed in the last five years, they did the flower toss. So it's mm -hmm. not totally out. Right. It seemed like it was something that was instructed by the parents. Yeah, I'm just saying I it, would say that. Yeah. yeah like the moms are all, often are like, no, no, you've got to do, you got to do that. Yeah. So I, like, I like the tradition too, where they, they'll still have the bouquet, but instead of tossing it, they do the, um, how long have you been married? And then they get it down to the couple who's been married the longest. And then that couple gets to have the oh, bouquet. Oh, I like that. Yeah, oh, I love that. Yeah. It's, it's fun. That is cool. Yeah. And of course, there's always somebody, you know, that's been there, that's been married 50 years or 60 yeah. years. And it's pretty cool to, to see. Good. It seems like good luck to me. Yeah, yeah. totally. Yeah. Cool. Learning a lot about uh, other options. <laughs> yeah, and sentiment. That's, mm -hmm. that's pretty cool. Yeah, I do think that's important. Putting sentiment wherever you can, and yeah, the more elements like that that you have in your wedding, the more you're going to have really fond memories of it. Yeah. And the day of just to let go. Who cares? Like, you know, I've had out of all the years. You know, I'd say 99.5% of my customers are thrilled and happy, but I have had that bride that I've handed her the bouquet and she's in tears and just like, that's not what I wanted. It's nothing like what I wanted. And of course, if we have time, we fix it, which is no big deal. But I remember one, one time and we just, there wasn't time. I don't know how the miscommunication happened, but I just said, you know, at the end of the day, your love, you're going to be married to the person you love. You're going to, you know, you just need to be in the moment with him and not your flowers. <laughs> you know? And I mean, that's horrible. And it's like, don't worry, we'll take care of it. We'll, you know, refunds coming your way, everything. But at this moment from here, it just, it, in the big picture, it just doesn't matter. I'm like, you could walk down the aisle with dandelions and you should be just as joyous and, and be in the moment with that person. Because ultimately, you know, all the flowers, all the dress, the all the glitz and glamour that goes with it, it you need to always remember it's about the relationship and the love to the people who are witnessing and and that's very important to yeah you're not focus. staying in the ceremony for the yeah. rest of your no <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> and the last the less expectations you have the better your day is going to be because if you have this nobody can, you don't know how your day is going to unfold and if you have this very strict expectation of A, B, C is going to happen. It's going to look like this, and this is going to be the reaction. You got nothing but disappointment happening. So go in with just very in the moment, enjoy every. It's your last, it's the one and only time. So it's, yep. you know. And you affect a lot but, of people in the process when yes, you're not yes, very happy. Yes. <laughs> or if you're happy, yes. it affects everybody. Both ways, yes. yeah. Emotions are big on that day. Uh, so um, how about it? most notable projects you've ever done? It could be anything, celebrities, size, colors, varietal. Um, we one time did, we did that hotel hell um, when Gordon Ramsay came to the Roosevelt. What? Yeah, that was, wow. and they, 
they did a wedding. They transformed the hotel and then they threw a wedding. And um, that was interesting to get behind the scenes on something like that because, A, you know, this big production and you'd think you'd get paid and everything. No, they. it was like we donated the flowers and they're like, oh, you know, you'll get all this promotion from donating these flowers. <laughs> Nobody watches, you know, Hotel Hell and then, oh, the flowers were by Rose and Blossom. Yeah. <laughs> you know, nobody, but we were so excited at the time that, you know, we were all in. We were just like, oh, this is so yeah, fun. Yeah, you'll get some reach. And yeah. You can't even get a steak. <laughs> yeah, no, like, yeah. And we, always, we, had to, we had to, like, extras and stuff. We had to sit in the alley in the car for hours. And then they'd, like, directors would be like, okay. And you'd run in and you'd set it all up. And it was, it was an interesting experience. But um, I definitely, when I get calls like that now... I was hungrier back then to build my business. Now I'm like, yeah, no, you're paying me. <laughs> this is not free. And it's double because it's the pressure of being <laughs> yeah. on TV. <laughs> yeah, I know my worth. Um, so, so that was that was weird and interesting. But of course, you know that big cathedral wedding was a highlight of my career. We, that was a really lovely day as far as my team. Um, is this the one with all the U-Hauls? Yeah, okay. yeah, yeah. And so. It was neat to see. And then we had a lot of freelancers from town that have their own floral businesses that helped out. Sue Hines helped me in that one. And, and that it was just an awesome collaboration. And just to see, I wouldn't want to do that, you know, often necessarily because <laughs> it's a thing it's, it's not production. nothing i don't think we all could do yeah, that anyway. yeah. <laughs> and i mean there are florists a lot of florists that that's their core you know they do these huge things every single weekend but um um let me think we have real romantic ones i one that at the time when it happened it, it was just beautiful kind of ahead of their time with it was at Priest Lake, and they were just such a lovely, sweet couple. And now I think they're on year 10. Every single year he buys her a replica of, his, of their bouquet. And I, I love that. I'm always, it's in October, and I'm always like, has Jesse called yet? <laughs> and they even last year, they, they moved away, and it just so happened that um, they were in Montana, and my sister happened to be driving to Montana that weekend, so she delivered it to Missoula. <laughs> and so it's like, you know, but things like that. I, there's been a lot of lovely couples over the years. Again, sentimental. Yeah. That's pretty cool. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And that's easy to come back to you, Terry. Oh, You're a very thanks. easy person <laughs> yeah. to get along with. Yeah. Um, I can be. I mean, they're super nice. Or I'm super bad. <laughs> there's no, there's no fifty percent with me. Ask my employees. <laughs> I'm working on that. <laughs> I can give you <laughs> good therapist numbers. <laughs> I, I just be. I hope 50. you're getting hint or a little hints. I'm taking notes. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I, I just, I don't want. For anniversary, don't get me yellow lilies. Or what were they? They're yellow roses. No. Oh, yellow roses. White lilies. White lilies. I don't. You're welcome. <laughs> I remembered. They were yellow roses. They were yellow roses. <laughs> I don't know. Yeah. Colors have changed now. Yeah. There's neat. Oh my gosh. There's such. There's a lot of flowers now, like carnations. Right away, you're just like, huh? Carnation. The colors that are available now. It's not your grandma's carnation. 
there's, it's a great color tool that you don't even recognize them as carnations either. There's like little tricks to take the center out of it and it looks like some whole other flower that you've never even seen before. Roses, it's really um, popular to reflex so mm -hmm. the petals to turn them inside out and they get really beefy and big and have a different look to them. So there's a lot of techniques to alter tulips. I love a tulip that's reflexed. You don't even recognize it. You just open it up, the petals the other direction, and I mean, cool. gosh, they're like four inches in diameter. They're just, they, you don't even recognize it. So there's a lot of really fun, different uses, you know, reinventing the wheel a little bit. What's the hardest flower to keep oh. its, what would you, you call know, that? An anemones. Keep it from flopping. Yeah, anemones are very popular right now. Those are those. Oh, they kinda, flop like crazy. Yeah, they kind of look like poppies and, and um the white ones with the navy black centers are very popular, but they bruise really easy, and so it's just, uh, it's stressful. <laughs> and then they open and close depending on light, and so you might have it just beautiful in the studio, it's perfect, and then you put it in the cooler overnight, they close up, and then you're going to the wedding, and it's like, open, 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 get back to where you were, you know? <laughs> and then it <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> so... Um, those are a little bit stressful. There's some stressful flowers out there, that's for sure. Or opening. Does that cost more in the process of... Definitely does, because like, for example, an anemone, you know, if we're going to put five in a bridal bouquet, we need to buy 15 to get the best five, because we're uh -huh. not going to do a blemished one in your bridal bouquet. So that, it just costs more. So... Gotcha. Yeah. What are the most nightmare flowers? Top three. Bottom three. Um, Would it be top or bottom? You know... It depends probably on the, if it's the bouquet peonies, or the boutonniere. Yeah, peonies can be a nightmare also because they'll come in tight and you need them to open. It's like, open, open, open. You know? I mean. <laughs> it's like, come on. And, um, and then, like, seasonal ones, very seasonal ones, like, say, uh, um, lilac. And it's, we, this year, we were really, really late with lilacs. Mm -hmm. I mean, I've been in business 30 years. I had a bride that, yep, you know, chances of having lilacs on May 15th, 100%, no problem. We're May like 15th, a month, but we were yeah, like May a month behind. Comes, it's like, oh my God, there's no lilacs. <laughs> what are we going to do? So, um, you know, things like that are stressful. That's why you shouldn't get your heart set, set on one specific thing. It's like, you got to be able to pivot and and move and there's always solutions but you got to be open to that do most brides come to you with their colors first yeah okay. i do that would be yeah they have their colors and from there we can go it, it, and a theme is nice you know do you want it chic do you want it simple you want it country you know just to get and sometimes they don't know themselves like because they don't know how to call what they like they don't know how to label it so that's where you look at that pinterest board and you're like oh okay yeah you like blah 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 you know you can narrow it down pretty quick so i think we literally need to do a podcast on how to make a pinterest board mm -hmm. <laughs> it'd be pretty cool yeah there's a lot that goes into it i mean yeah especially somebody that had never heard of pinterest which is as the that? younger generations <laughs> yeah, yeah. 
the younger people coming into the the getting married situation uh, maybe haven't used it or they heard mom and grandma talking about yeah. it. But, you know, I don't know. It's a very handy tool. Yeah. And once you get past the ads, there's yeah. a lot of weird ads, <laughs> like things you'd never even think you knew. Right. <laughs> like everything. Pretty much. Yeah. So we're talking a little bit about um, noticing uh, different styles. What do you see as the hottest trends for wedding flowers in 2023? It's um, so it's just that deconstructed flower where you take all the greenery off of it and just have the flower bloom itself, like, like the stem. So too. like the so the st- so like a rose, the rose leaves would be all stripped off, and it's just a single rose with you know reflexed and and highlighted. So very super super clean. Um, babies, minimal look. Yeah, minimalist. Okay. Baby's breath's coming back, and I used to hate it, and now I love it. Again, you know, it's like it can be really used in some really unique ways. Although people think, oh, baby's breath's really cheap. We can do it. It's, it's not cheap anymore. They have they've hybrid some really nice varieties that are big and beefy, and they're just they're expensive for us to buy. You can get cheap bad quality baby's breath but you don't want to do that in these cases so it's not it's not like oh that's going to be really inexpensive and but it's a neat look so no greenery minimalist clean lines same with i guess that's with wedding dresses and stuff i've seen a few of my brides show me and gosh they're so they're kind of architectural and and real clean lines and clean and they're beautiful Oh, and colors coming back though, so um, vibrant, unexpected colors together. So um, you know, the oranges with the magenta, the color, color of the year. Is that what huh. color of the year was? The magi- <laughs> like the, the bright pink. I think it, yeah, the... magenta something. It is. I don't know. I'll We're not that Google cool, that. Terry. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> <Google that one. laughs> we'll we'll uh, put together something here and get some photos from you with these. Mm-hmm ideas in there yeah i've been impressed with the succulents how they came in i don't know if they're still kind of a, a hot yeah item still yeah i have i but they really have hold up really mm-hmm. well they're great i like them as a little um gift yeah uh, for the um not the employees <laughs> for the guests <laughs> <laughs> basically the same thing yeah. <laughs> gift a little succulent you're basically a, paying them to be there. Yeah, right. <laughs> right. <laughs> <laughs> You're bribing them. <laughs> That's funny. Yeah, it, it, I think when you were doing them for last summer, um, didn't you stash them all in your garden? Oh, growing? we did. Um, for our daughter's wedding, we did the centerpieces. Then. Mm-hmm. But I just yeah. got them early, planted them so they could get bigger. Perfect. Yeah, it worked out really yeah. well. Yeah. Yeah. Local flowers, that's another big trend. And I love our local growers. We have so many awesome ladies. And anytime you can do local flowers, the bummer deal is the season's relatively short, you know, yeah. um, for when you can really get a lot of local. But So local just in the Northwest, or are you thinking local Sp- Washington? Well, Spokane, in the Northwest, um, you can, you know, we also get some stuff from... Seattle area, but that we have just so it's so much different than it was even five years ago. I agree. A lot of local flower growers that really, 
And sometimes people are like, that's one thing that's important is people be like, well, what's in season? And flowers that are in season aren't necessarily your cheapest flowers. The, the least expensive flowers are flowers that are produced year-round. So roses, they're produced on the market year-round. Carnations, um, like say a peony, it's like, well, once it's in season, the season's so short that, I mean, those gr the local growers need to charge, you know, it's not necessarily cheap and they deserve it for all their work that they go into that. There's a lot of labor and a lot of care. And so it's not necessarily cheaper to get seasonal flowers, but it's worth it. They're beautiful. Mm -hmm. The quality is way better. We have a, a family friend that lives up in uh, Deer Park, and they're starting a flower farm. Mm -hmm. And uh, it, it is insane, the amount of effort that goes into <gasps> making sure the soil is not oversaturated, oh, and the list goes on. big science. I mean, oh, yeah. they're very talented people. I couldn't do it. And her harvest, <laughs> when she harvested, it was just flowers after flowers, and they were beautiful and vibrant. Mm -hmm. Pretty cool, right yeah. out of the ground. Yeah. Don't get that every day. No. Yeah. That's cool. Well, if she's starting one, I'm sure there's more coming. Mm -hmm. So many. Yeah. yeah. A lot of green thumbs looking to do yeah. something with that. That's great. So <coughs> what, are, what are some of the, I think we covered a lot of this, but maybe there's a, a, some simple details to think about that, should be brought up in the decision-making process through florists. Like, well, I'm thinking specifically, <clears throat> like, I've seen plastic handles for bridal bouquets. I've seen nicely wrapped ones, yeah. and I've seen some with silk hanging off of them. Yeah. You, you definitely want everything to be finished and beautiful. And, and you can tell a, a you know, a... I don't want to be negative. <laughs> You're doing good. I always say it nicely. But, you know, somebody who's newer to the industry, um, they might not take as much care in the finishing of the product. And, you know, the backside, if that happened to be photographed from behind, how's that going to look? And you should never see what we call in the floral industry our mechanics. How did we make that? You shouldn't be able to see through to, to how. You don't want to see the chicken wire. You don't want to see you know, whatever the case may be. Um, and then, um, what was the question? <laughs> oh, that's okay. <laughs> Just the details, oh, details, like details to think about. Details. Um, one huge detail is the delivery time. You don't want, it can be very stressful if your vendor is late. So you want to be, tr have somebody that you can really trust that, you know, if they say they're going to be there at noon, they, they don't roll in at two. You know, that's can really put that. And that hurts all of the vendors that are depending on you, too. If I'm late, photography might not be able to start on time. If photography doesn't start on time, then they're not walking down the aisle on time, which puts the caterer behind. I mean, it's a you have to be very respectful of your co-vendors and respect that, you know, Everything we're working as a team. Maybe we're not from the same company, but today we're a team for this couple. Mm -hmm. So those details are super important, um, and and important to look at um, when you're p choosing your vendors. Do they, you know, if you ask your vendors, they all have a list of who they enjoy working with, um, and and it's good to choose a team that works together often with each other. So like. 
you may know photographers mm -hmm. and, and caterers that you've interacted with yes. and had that team vibe yeah. and you could bring that to the yes, table. Yes, definitely. Yeah. Interesting. Mm -hmm. It's important. Yeah. That's good questions to ask. Yeah. And a good coordinator can put those all together for you. Um, I do think a coordinator's worth their weight in gold. And then also, and you, you might not need them for the whole planning process, but the day of, it's very nice to have, you know, we don't have to worry about a thing. And this coordinator has the timeline down there. If there is a vendor problem, they're the one solving that problem, not mom or not, you know. Do you as a florist, do you put on, do you pin them on if there's nobody you else know, or does the we coordinator? Will. We definitely will. The coordinator usually does it. Often we're on site prior to everybody being ready for it to be pinned on. Um, Such a hard thing to do, actually. You wouldn't think it would be. Yeah, it is very... shockingly. We have, you know, we have ways, you know, come up from one side and down from the other, you know, so that they won't spin and everything. But it it isn't easy. <laughs> I often will look at photos and it's like, oh my God, the moon <laughs> sideways. <laughs> and so sometimes I wish I could pin them all, but it's hard, you know, they have to, it's hard gathering everybody up to be yeah. where they're supposed to be, you know, so we don't always get to do it. If we're, it's a, if we're hired for the full, which a lot of our weddings were hired for the full day too. We're, we're there, we'll pin on, we flip the wedding and we clean up at the end of the night. So that's a full service, obviously a more expensive package than, than the most average. Cool. I like the magnet mm -hmm. too. Those are yeah. really good. The only thing is if anybody has a pacemaker, <laughs> you oh. can mess the pacemaker up. <laughs> so you want to make sure uh, no. grandpa doesn't have a pacemaker. <laughs> so you do have to worry about pacemakers and magnets. <laughs> oh, I didn't think about that. That would be very sad. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Yeah. So from your perspective, what are some topics that, that, uh, to share with brides that maybe they likely never thought of before? Well, <coughs> sorry. One thing that I think you should ask your florist is about like, what do they have as far as vases and candles and, and extra, um, so that you don't have to go and buy all that. Cause if you have 20 centerpieces, it's expensive to rent or buy 20 vases. And like with us, it's like, no, that comes with it. We don't, as long as you do your flowers with us and we're putting the flowers in our vessels, they're complimentary. And then um, you just bring those back to us and as long as they're not damaged. And so that can save people a lot. And they don't think of that like, oh, they'll come to me and be like, oh, I wish I knew that before I went and bought 40 of this vase or whatever. Um, and so of course, like, you know, most florists would have all the typical, the cylinder vases, the bud vases, the, um, you know, cube vases and cylinders. So um, it's good to communicate with them and ask questions. And then just be open to the process, too, because you don't know what you don't know. And so sometimes people are very nervous in consultation because they're like, uh, this is going to cost me a lot of money. And they're very reserved because they're like, oh, if I say that I maybe want that, they're going to run with it and it's going to cost me an extra $1,000 or whatever. So just be, just know that your florist is wanting what's best for you and 
working as a team. And so if you lay it out all on the table, like what are you gonna do? You know, well, we've been collecting, you know, vodka bottles. Well, that's a cool idea. Okay, let's go with that, you know. And, and so you can collaborate with your, with all the vendors too. And so to get the best, you don't have to do it all by yourself. And, and there's more help than you realize because we do it every weekend. So it's like, yeah, we've got that covered. You know, we have plenty of those vases. So, hmm. you know, cool. yeah. Yeah. And as a florist, you have lots of surplus anyway, don't you? Things to pick yeah. from. Yeah. Oh, so much. Yeah. Huge. Yeah. I, sometimes I go overboard because there's so many cute things that come out each season. I'm like, ah, oh. there's this act in the industry for, um, events that's called accent decor and ugh, every time i get that catalog it's like oh that just cost me it's like oh we gotta have this we gotta have that so we have a lot storage unit yes well kind of on the same topic is there any advice you'd give to a future bride it could be anything it doesn't have to be about floral right again um i mentioned it a little bit but my biggest advice is once the day comes just let go of all of the details, all of the planning. Once the day comes, just enjoy every moment. Let, you know, there will be problems on that day, period. They're just, or it's just going to happen. And so you have control on how you're going to react to that situation. So just be in the moment, in love. And, you know, it's about you and your family, your your fiance and then also your family too that are there to support you so be kind <laughs> you know be kind Perfect. that day <laughs> good well message said. every day <laughs> yeah, well uh, some days not I, after have, the wedding. I have problems being kind some days so <laughs> but that day be kind <laughs> well that kind of wraps things up Nice. Um, where could a future couple find your website and inquire? So our wedding website is roseandblossom.florist. You can also go to roseandblossom.com and then hit the wedding link. That'll get us over to our wedding, um, if you forget to put dot florist, but roseandblossom.florist. And then our Instagram, roseandblossomweddings, is a great source of everything. And then we do free consultations, either in person, which I do recommend in person, because there's a lot of questions. There's a lot that, you know, you can show pictures, you can physically touch things. So I love an in-person consultation, or you can do a phone consultation, because a lot of people are from out of town, you just mm -hmm. can't. Um, so we accommodate either of those. And they take about 90 minutes, and you can book your consultation from our website. Nice. Well, thank you all for listening. We're glad you stuck with us to the end. Hope uh, <laughs> you learned as much as we did. It was a pretty exciting That's very good. Episode. Yeah, it's yeah, fun. It I love it. I love talking flowers. <laughs> <laughs> so as always, our guests are always welcome to request topics or people to interview or ask any questions that we can possibly answer with our future guests. Just send us an email to podcast at applebrides.com. And if you're a vendor interested in getting your business noticed in front of thousands of new brides every year, consider advertising your wedding business on applebrides.com and our other platforms. And find us on Instagram, Facebook, Pinterest, all the places, Apple Brides. Okay, I think that's Thanks. it. Yay. Thanks so much, Terry. That was Terry. super fun. Yeah.